Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Buns and Degachi, welcome to the show. Hello, happy to be here. Great to have you Uh here. Happy, uh, well, it's Tuesday when we're recording this episode, so happy Tuesday. Um, but great to connect with you guys. Uh, I'm excited to hear what you guys got going on over at Soul Swap Finance. But before we do all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit about both of you. Just give us a quick little Reader's Digest 30,000-foot perspective of your background, what brought you to present day, and then we'll dive into what you guys are doing over at Soul Swap. Okay, um, I'll go ahead and get started. This is Buns. Um, so I my background, I have a, I'm formally educated in economics. I have a master's degree in economics. I spent a good amount of time working in logistics and as a forecaster for um, Daikin Industries, which is the largest AC manufacturer in the world. Um, and during that time, I did a lot of data analysis and um, I was doing programming in Python and in SQL. And I actually ended up teaching uh, Python to my peers and, and teaching them not just Python, but also machine learning. And I was always interested in um, blockchain technology ever since, you know, I first was introduced to it back in 2010. Um, but I never really dived into uh, the technology aspect of things. I was just, I just found it interesting from like a sort of moral standpoint, because I was really, and I still am a big believer in, you know, decentralization and um, the value of anonymity and, and the value of one's work is being representative of who they are versus just like their name. Um, so all of that really appealed to me. And um, whenever COVID hit and I started working from home, I decided to tinker a little bit deeper into uh, cryptocurrency. And um, at first I worked as a moderator and then I worked my way up into uh, working as a developer um, through some connections that I made. And um, also, of course, because I taught myself solidity. Um, So I'm self-taught in solidity and I um, have garnered a whole lot of experience. And that time I was um, the lead solidity developer for uh, three projects uh, prior to going on and founding um, SoulSwap with Degachi. Um, So... Yeah, I, I'll just say that that's my background right there. Cool. Tagachi, what do you got? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tagachi, of course. Um, and basically, <laughs> I started like two years ago, um, not knowing basically anything about blockchain um, or even coding to begin with. Um, that's an outside job. Uh, so I was just like an ordinary investor, you know, doing stocks. My um, family friended stocks. I got kind of bored a bit too slow. So then I was working two jobs and I just sort of was doing it at work in my spare time. Um, did it so much that I eventually did it full time investing. And then I wanted to get a bit better at that and gain an edge over the competition. So I learned how to read it at a technical level of the things I was investing in. Um, I reached out to Buns asking to work for free, basically, um, at one of our past projects. Um, that we did before SoulSwap. Um, and then after a couple of months, we co-founded SoulSwap and in history since then. And we're building a, also a lot of money and theater now. So we're building this whole ecosystem sort of around, uh, around this original idea of our decks. Um, but yeah, it's a bit about me. Cool. And, so when did you, you guys launch? Uh, September 2020, uh, September of last year. Cool. So how have things been going so far? I think they're going great. Yep, but we've been on pace with our targets and uh, 
to God, she's getting paid now. <laughs> That's always a plus. <laughs> so on this show, we like to talk a lot about the, the world of startup, the, you know, the good, the bad, and the gritty aspects of it. You guys launched in September of last year. So you've got, you're still guys, you guys are still under a year mark on here. What have been some of the biggest challenges as part of that startup phase? Gosh, you want to start with that? Besides um, not getting paid. I think personally for me, it's about learning about everything. So you're learning about finance, coding, all these different languages, so front end, sort of back end, the blockchain, um, and also networking at the same time, managing a team, doing all this like hierarchy, hierarchy stuff, um, just maintaining repos. You're basically doing everything. You're jack of all trades. And then since we're a small team of two, we've, you know, we have some mods that we picked up on the way, which they're terrific. They, they help out a bunch. Um, I think the hardest thing is just sort of a building um, front ends. I think that takes a, a, fair, a fair bit to sort of convey what you've sort of innovated on the blockchain um, in a simple way to your users. And we're definitely getting better at that over time, but that's basically what I think is the hardest thing for me personally. Um, and just staying sort of uh, on track and trying to not get burnt out because we're doing this every day. Um, we sort of live, live this life. Sure. Before. Um, but yeah, that's just my sort of a view on that, on the hardest things. Yeah. How about you, Buzz? That's great. Um, so for me, I would say on the first and foremost, setting and meeting expectations because a lot of people, they have this idea of what is the ideal um you know, way to operate these things, but no one really knows how to, what is actually the best way to operate these things because it's so new. Um, so really setting and meeting expectations has been a sort of a, a difficulty for me as well as hiring um, more people on the team. As you can tell, there's only two of us. Um, I know that it's very important for, you know, uh, leadership to, to, you know, know when to uh, assign roles and and who to choose to assign those roles to. Um, however, there's just a lot of work that's involved right now. And then also trying to deal with a lot of the interviews, which we've done quite a few of. And then um, identifying the talent for these different, uh, you know, kind of like sussing out the the BS <laughs> from the people who actually know what they're talking about. Um, a lot of people lie about who they used to work for. <laughs> um, and also sifting through all of the scams that, that just are being thrown our way. Um, also responding uh, to situations that we hadn't already predicted uh, fa fairly um, because, you know, there's really no, there's no real way to determine what's fair. So like we experienced a bug on the first week and it was just uh, for harvesting rewards. Um, some people weren't getting all their rewards, for example. So trying to figure out what is the fairest way to respond to this, because there's no real rule book out there for that. Um, and, uh, you know, it just takes a lot of communication with the community, of course, to resolve those sorts of things. And I think the, the last biggest thing for me that I'm going to mention is just like knowing when to take a break, uh, because I'm always working and it's easy because whenever you work from home and you're a founder and you're so passionate about what you do, it's tough to just take a break and to know when to just move the computer away and just like, you know, do things that are fun beyond just, you know, programming, especially whenever you love what you do, which we both do. So I know that we both struggle from that as well. Yeah, it is tough to, to, to break away a little bit. And uh, especially when you got momentum and things are going good and you're fired up. When everything sucks, it's a little easier to go, well, maybe I'll take a break for a second. But when, <laughs> yeah. but when things are rocking and rolling, you got that. I always like to say like momentum doesn't last. Like you got to paddle out and ride that wave as fast as possible when it shows up. Um, cause that's just the, you know, that's the, that's the world of, of entrepreneurship startup, you know, D all of the above. 
So, so let's talk about soul swap finance for a minute. And I, and I want you guys to explain it to me like you're talking to a five-year-old because this stuff is all new to everybody. Now there's some people that have been around and, 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 and been doing web three and blockchain for a minute now, but I would say a majority of people are just now trying to better understand what this whole thing is all about. Web three as a whole, um, let alone tokens and crypto and blockchains. Most people's eyes start to cross uh, when they start hearing those <laughs> terms. So what's soul swap finance all about? Okay. Um, I'll, I'll try to break this down in the simplest way. Um, so we have a token called soul, soul power. And um, people, whenever they have these different tokens, um, they're interested in exchanging those tokens for another token. So if, for example, you want soul, then usually you come in with a token like phantom and you get your phantom token and then you swap it for soul. But the question is, how do you swap it for soul? How do you get soul if there's no soul out there already? Um, the way that you do that is there are people who provide what's called liquidity. So on your everyday exchange um, and in your everyday world, there's a, a centralized authority who provides all of this liquidity, all these funds into this market. And then that's how you're able to go into the market with the, with one type of currency and then you're able to exit that with another type of currency so what we do is we enable users to provide liquidity and get rewarded for doing that so instead of a centralized authority providing liquidity other people go in and they and they add that liquidity and the reason why they do this is because they're incentivized to do this we give them soul as a reward to incentivize them to provide this liquidity and whenever um, they do that they get soul and Ordinarily, most exchanges, the way that they do it is they reward users who are providing liquidity because that's how exchanges operate with their reward token. However, they do so in a way that is more like renting that liquidity, whereas what we have been focusing on is having users provide liquidity for um for perpetuity forever. So what, what happens is we give them that reward, but instead of it being a rental um, rate that they're, that they're giving out, um, they actually give us that liquidity forever. Um, so we've had upwards to 50% of the liquidity that we own ourselves, which is as far as I know, the first time any exchange has ever done that before, um, a decentralized exchange. And also soul can do a lot of other things. You can, um, what's called stake soul for more soul, um, which just means you basically deposit soul and you get more, you get more soul over time. Um, and we also have uh, farming, which is what, what I was referring to earlier, that sort of rental model where you provide liquidity and you get rewarded for that. Um, you can also use soul for voting as well. So because it's a decentralized organization, which just means that you rule it, not just us, uh, you can have a say in how things operate. Um, we have to have a way to gauge like who can say and how much power do they have in order to make these statements. Um, and that power is expressed through what's called soul. And that's why it's soul power because the powers are exchange. And um, we also are rolling out limit orders. So people are able to, um, you know, place an order and then wait for whenever that that ideal price you're looking for um, hits and then it will actually um, execute that trade. And then this week, we're actually going to be rolling out lending. So people are able to provide um, to provide assets so that other people can actually borrow those assets and they get rewarded for um, providing that collateral. And then also whenever they're lending, um, they're able to provi provide collateral and then lend um, off that collateral. So um, they use, let's say you have $100 and then you want to get uh, $75 worth of another asset. Well, you can 
provide a collateral for that asset. And then so long as there's liquidity there, you can actually um, also borrow off your own assets. So there's um, there's no credit check or anything like that. You can just go in in a decentralized way and have some funds that you may not want to sell. For example, let's say you think that the price of the tokens are going to go up. So you just want to add it as collateral. You don't want to sell it. You just want to have it sitting there to kind of like just add um, collateral for the loan that you have, uh, which enables you to do a lot of interesting things like um, even margin trading and stuff like that, which we'll also be rolling out whenever we roll out lending. So it's going to be a very interesting um, place to be here this later this week. Yeah, it sounds like a wow, exciting times, almost uh, perfect timing for a podcast interview. That's going to be so what, what does that look like as far as the, 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 the lending side of things? I'm starting to see a lot more of that um, as, as an option show up in the in the in the crypto world. Yeah. So what we'll have on our front end is, and which is just our website, you just go to it. Um, there'll be a lend button at the very top. You click on lend, it'll show you different lending pairs. So most, um, decentralized lending, the way it works like Ave and, and those big names, um, the way it works is there's a lot of, um, risk that's associated with the, the, the cascading effect of, um, of liquidations that may occur. Uh, and if there's like an exploit in a particular market, it affects all of the markets. So we have like isolated markets, um, which just means that there's a lending and a collateral, like there's a, 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 a lending token and a collateral token for each of these different markets. So for example, if you want to get, um, if you want to get phantom, um, you can provide DAI, uh, which is just like a USD token is just worth, um, $1. And, um, you, you can provide that as collateral. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're borrowing, you can provide that as um, collateral and you can actually borrow out phantom. And so it's, it's really simple. Whenever you go to the front end uh, or the website, it'll just show you the deposit phantom. And then um, if you want to lend and then if you want to borrow, then you would have to provide liquidity. You have to provide collateral and then you borrow um, you borrow a phantom. So yeah. the lenders, they, they give out the phantom, the borrowers, they borrow the phantom. I just got on uh, phantom the other. Is that the same thing? Is that the, is that the wallet phantom? Um, Phantom is a blockchain. It's, um, so Ethereum is, is blockchain number one. Uh, so they have chain IDs, sure. right. And Phantom's chain ID is 250. Like how Binance, maybe people are more familiar with that one. That one has a chain ID of 56. So really like if you have MetaMask or, or most, um, most decentralized wallets, they enable you to just change your, um, your network settings. So you just go there and then you just update the RP, what's called an RPC URL. And that's just a URL and it just connects you to the blockchain. So you just type in that, that URL, which you can find online. It's in our docs, for example. So if you go to docs.soulswap.finance, we have a, a very simple tutorial for how to set up your wallet. It takes less than a minute to do. Very and then once you're there, you just go right to the page, soul.sh, and then boom. Uh, phantom with an with F versus phantom with a P. Okay. Uh, yes. we're, we're all learning here, ladies and gentlemen, we're all learning here. Um, the, uh, the website to check out soul swap will be uh, available in the description of this podcast episode. If you're listening, you're like, Holy cow, I want to check this out. Uh, that will be available on there. So what, what's besides the, the, the lending, which you guys are rolling out this week, which is huge. What else is on deck for 2022 besides world domination? <laughs> I do got you on it. Do some talking. <laughs> world domination. That's uh, really the plan. Uh, so <laughs> We're only a lot of stuff, so we have some money in Fidel, also connected to SolSwap. Um, so basically, we're looking at Sol being, um, I'll talk about Fidel, and she can talk about uh, Luxor. But um, sort of SolSwap is like 
sort of the DeFi suite. We're aiming it to be like, you know, the one-stop shop for all DeFi, you know, lending, liquidity, solving, etc. Um, so that's all, you know, ELC20s, just normal tokens, fungible tokens. Um, so we're not really hitting like the NFT market in, in any way with that, um, which is, you know, a huge part of crypto. Um, it's just got a lot of support, mainstream, even just in the crypto space. But uh, so FutureDAO is basically the NFT sort of version of SoulSwap aiming to be the one-stop shop for NFTs. Um, and right now you can... Basically, it's, it's just allowing any creator to focus on what they do best, which is creating art or media, whatever they want to do, um, sort of express themselves and just focus on that, um, not need to worry about, you know, hiring someone as a developer, um, even like just websites, the smart contracts, we do the all, all for you or automatically cost-free. Um, there's no upfront costs. Uh, it's basically just um, like a percentage maybe for the NFT launchpad. So basically the workflow would be, they get they make all their art, they turn it into an IPFS link, so you can just connect it to the you know, smart contract as a reference. Um, and the way they make the contract is put in a few parameters of what they want, so like the collection name, the symbol, how many tokens they want, and whether they want to reveal you know, the art now or not. Um, and then after they create it in less than 30 seconds or a minute, however long it takes, um, definitely not longer than a minute if you know what you don't. Um, and I think it's pretty uh, helpful because there's tool tips and there's going to be a, a little tutorial helper in the future um, to improve the UX and just the navigation. So once you create this smart contract of the collection, you'll be able to move on to the NFT launchpad and choose from a variety of different models that you would originally need to you know, hire someone to create these sort of advanced models. Um, so there'll be normal static price. So it's just like, uh, let's say a hundred phantom for one NFT, or you could do a bonding curve, but it's for increases of percentage for each NFT sold. You could do the more sort of um, NFTs that are sold, the price fluctuates. So it can be, let's say you have a hundred NFTs, 20 are sold, and now the price is up to, I know, a hundred phantom, for example. Um, and there's a Dutch auction, which starts high and low, and then there's a few other ones that are a bit more advanced. Um, but each one of these really just target different audiences and their different communities. Um, and so you create the sale contracts uh, all for free, no upfront costs. And then you basically raise, we, re we render um, a card, so you don't have to do any front end. And then people can buy and then buy your NFT for as a primary market, not a secondary market like OpenSea. And then they get them, you get the money, they get the NFT. You can do whatever you want with that money. You can hire a team, build your brand basically. And you're basically not doing anything apart from creating art because we do every all the coding for you. Um, and that's just one of the products. We're also building live auctions and airdropper tool. We're also looking into an NFT exchange as well. So you can instantly sell and buy your NFTs sort of solves the liquidity problem. Um, I don't think anybody's really doing something similar to that, um, where it's just a centralized liquidity pool. I think some people are doing fragmented liquidity. So it's just multiple liquidity pools for a collection. But I don't think that's too efficient. Um, but yeah, that's basically what Fiat Adele is doing. Um, and maybe we can talk a bit about Luxor as well. 
Yeah, I can give you a sixty-second rundown, Alexa. <laughs> we are uh, we, we are out of time, but this is uh, this has been very exciting to learn about what you guys got going on here. And like I said before, I'm going to put the sh- the the link to connect more uh, with you guys in the yes. show notes, so you guys can check it out. I just wanted to encourage you guys to keep up the great work. It looks like you guys had some awesome momentum right out of the gates, just launching in September. And with this all being new to most out there, I am confident that you guys are absolutely going to crush it. So we'll have to have you back on the show sometime to get an update on how things are going for you guys. But thanks so much for, for hanging out for a few minutes and coming on the show and chatting about your story and what you guys got going on. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks again. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA choice boneless beef top sirloin steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for you app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.